Welcome everyone, we're about to begin with Hashem BPM number 80, the Spice Primi Shear for Men, Shear number 80. Another common misconception related to love is that it's one-dimensional, or only takes up one form. And as most people tend to equate love with behaviors and feelings common to the initial stage of infatuation, when in reality... It's just the beginning of love. Um, very often it's not there at all, and you can have love afterwards, and very often uh, it's not the beginning of love, but it's a beginning of a, some type of um, unhealthy situation. So we're going to go through all the stages, including the infatuation period, up to the deep connection, which is the goal. Another mixed conception is... And this is a huge one. Love is a feeling. Either you have it or you don't. Not true. Love grows in response to getting your needs met. And there are specific proven strategies that help you create that love that you long for. That's not selfish. To... Want to have your needs met? We'll talk about that. You have to learn how, what, when, and where, but it's not selfish in and of itself. Part of chesed is not just the giving of chesed. Part of chesed is knowing how to accept chesed graciously when you acknowledge in your heart that you need to receive that chesed and you let that other party know and they give it to you. This Pat Love, the reason I respect her, even though I didn't fully yet research her, I'm in the middle of researching this book in which I'm starting to give Shiorim on, is her humbleness and humility of acknowledging that the reason, part of the passion that she's writing this book about what real love is and how to utilize that is because of the mistakes she made in her past. That like we mentioned two years ago, her private errors that she believed that she made. I thought that was a very rare, very rare admission. Uh, usually when people are marriage therapists or this and that, they try to cover up and hide the fact that they themselves also share a lot of these problems and they're learning together with everyone else they're talking to from this experience. Frankly, um, given the shiur was a very uh, a humble experience and sometimes, frankly, humiliating experience. Um, very difficult knowing that I fall short from a lot of the things I'm trying to convey to you, uh, which very often makes me feel like a hypocrite. And I was very honest about this through various shiur when I talked about this. Um, because I'm talking to myself too, and human beings are human beings, and everything I'm saying to everyone else that they have to fix their wagon, turn the thing straight, straight, right, straight back to me. I got to fix my own wagon. So this concept that she said, and I mentioned it two days, two shiurim ago, that. Her, one of her main deepest regrets of her life is the unnecessary divorce from a thoroughly decent, loving man and the father of my two children. 
That is a real, real humble admission. That's why I admire this author. There's another author that I have in mind also that I'll talk to you about soon. Similar case where he wrote about a decent person, but he didn't treat his first wife properly because of lack of skills and things like that. And he hurt her very badly, even though he's a good person. He wrote a book about it, which we're going to get into later. And he dedicates the book to his ex-wife, his first ex-wife, writing in public, I'm so sorry. That takes courage. So that's one thing that resonated me with this particular person, Dr. Patricia Love, is that the reason one passion is for this subject to set straight of what love is versus what love isn't is because of the mistakes she made in her past, as well as the heartaches that she saw in her clients and her friends. And she observed that most of this could have been prevented had the truth been known about what real love is. At so many different um, voice notes and um, just even just text messages, if I would have known these concepts they told me 20 years ago when I was first married, it would have saved me so much heartache. Some even went to the point to say, I would not be divorced now if I would have had this material then. And I'm telling you honestly and openly, because this, the first at least 12 or 15 years of my marriage, I didn't know a lot of this either. And I was stumbling around a lot too. And I know I could say for myself too, that if I would have known these things that I'm conveying to you now from the beginning of the marriage, it would have saved a lot of heartache. A lot of the issues I had in my marriage in the first 10 to 15 years was because of my simple, basic ignorance. Well-meaning. I was always well-meaning. And all of you listening, I'm sure you're well-meaning. You all want to be good husbands. But we screw up because we lack the skills and knowledge and information. And one of my deepest regrets also is if I wish I would have known this from the outset of marriage, a lot of these concepts here, it would have saved a lot of Agnes Nefesh. So the idea here is to describe the nature of love, to navigate the highs and lows of that love, understanding that each stage of love has a different mahalach to it, to create strategies that will lead to long-term happiness, to learn not to get discouraged by the lows that you feel. And she writes again, this is why I admire her. I'll know going through more into the book, and I'll probably be verified by me very clearly how much taichen this person has. But she said the same thing. At the end of her introduction to this particular book, she writes that if I had had the information contained in this book, it would have changed the course of my life. I admit it to you myself, if I would have known all this material, if I would have known it the first 10 to 15 years of my marriage, it would have been a lot better. It would have, a lot of the heartache wouldn't be there. That's why it's so clear to understand this. Love is way, way deeper than infatuation. And to learn to enjoy the pleasure of mutual 
gratified needs. That is not selfish, or we're not on the madrega to get into the total selflessness mode. It backfires. There's most of the people listening here. So we're going to talk about this now. The infatuation stage is the first stage of love. Sometimes it's not a stage of love to begin with at all. It's a recipe for disaster sometimes. But in a dating experience, very often it could be the first stage of love. Where basically, you know, she brings, I'm not going to get into it here, uh, you know, they had these mixed gyms with the non-Jews and they uh, met there. And um, and all of a sudden the, the feelings grow and they become um, really... Um, connected and she can't stop smiling and and that's infatuation it's um but the problem is is again in our culture that's the height of love and height of life there's so much prose poetry lyrics sculptures drawings architecture ceremonies and all this that that honor this type of love and people never tire of it they feel this is the only way People were known to fall in love when they were having an argument or they're on an airplane or they're serving for jury duty they met or conversing by email or during most life events. Sometimes there was one case where actually the person met her husband at a funeral. You see here that love is indiscriminate. No matter what the circumstances are, you could fall into that love. You feel magnetized by that strong energy of it. Just the sight of that person could energize you, transform you. That till now you were a rational, functional adult, and now you're a puddle and a mixture of um, all these emotions where your UN, your your um, capacity, uh, you know, for IQ level went down fifty notches. So that's very important. What's interesting is about infatuation that one needs to understand is that people think that it's the sex drive, but it's totally different. The sex drive means a craving for sexual satisfaction. That is not what infatuation is. You see, because the sexual drive you could have, even if there's no romantic inclination, someone's sexually aroused physically, they'll take whatever partner is needed to help them with that, doesn't necessarily mean that there's an emotional connection there at all. Mutually uh, agreed upon physical acts. That's not what infatuation is. Infatuation is different. It's focused intention on a specific person or a specific partner. When you are infatuated with somebody, then only that person can give you those euphoric, in love, wonderful feelings. No one else can. Right? So when you encounter someone like that, the first sign to be heightened interest, right? Love at first sight could happen, but infatuation starts with a fondness and a comfort, a quickened heartbeat, Anxiety from separating from the one from the one you you love, and you daydream about each other. That's infatuation. You anxiously 
encounter, uh, anticipate the next encounter. That's infatuation. And one needs to be careful about these things. It's a very, very powerful vehicle Hashem made for a good purpose, but it could also be used in terrible ways and it could hurt you. All of a sudden, a infatuation works in very weird ways. All of a sudden, you may become shy and awkward, even though normally you're not. All of a sudden, you're very eloquent and you speak beautifully, and now you can you have difficulty forming coherent senses. Right? Anxiety and exci- excitement will cause your palms to sweat, your heart to beat faster, your stomach to take these turns in your in, in you and butterflies in you. And um a lot of anxiety comes from an uncertainty about the other person's feeling. And it's important to be alert to any statement that can be interpreted as favorable in those cases. They fantasize that the loved one that you love feels the same about you. That is, and, and then what happens in infatuation situations is your daily priorities get messed up. A workaholic all of a sudden is missing deadlines. Now, it's not healthy to be a workaholic either. Don't get me wrong. We, we talked about that. But he's missing deadlines now. All of a sudden, someone that's very miserly is spending a paycheck on a on a plane fare. Let's go wherever. Sleep, I'll give up sleep if I could be intimate with the person. Um, long conversations over phone all of a sudden. Long emails. To both people that are in the infatuation phase have a remarkable ability to emphasize what's admirable in the other person. Even the negative traits, they have compassion. I could turn it into, into positive. It's like, oh, he's so honest. He told me about all his affairs. Like total blindness. Total blindness. That's the issue. The brain is unbelievable. It works long before your birth and continues to it doesn't stop but all of a sudden when you fall in love quote unquote the brain stops the brain stops infatuation syndrome is an example of the way Hashem created the world for a purpose um, brain chemistry changes when you meet a strong candidate for love your limbic system is flooded with a chemical concoction. Scientists believe that that if euphoria is a bonaf- of, of, of infatuation, is a bona fide altered state of consciousness. That's really what it is. It's mind-boggling. That's what Rav Pam used to stress to boys that are dating. Stay focused on what your tachlis is, what you want from life. Yes, you could be light and you could be kind and you could talk about other menial conversations, but bottom line is, at some point, what's the tachlis? What's the goal? And that itself diffuses any type of infatuation issue because even if you feel those strong feelings, you recognize and you remember this and you say, hey, wait a minute. I have to take a step back and think things through. Infatuation is sometimes like being under the influence. You know, we're going to talk about that in the upcoming year. This is very important, by the way, for many reasons. Number one, to know that if you experience this type of infatuation early on and it 
real life set in, and now it it ain't so, like they say, not to panic, not to get bent out of shape, not to worry. If you never experienced infatuation, ever, don't worry about that. You work on things, feelings will come, and even have deeper relationships than couples that were infatuated. Much deeper. Nothing to worry about in that end, either. Bracha Natslacha.